Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in, like you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Man. Quarantine, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So much fun. Why? Yeah. Yes, you know, it is, you know Joe. You know what I'm really excited for? My favorite holiday is coming up, and we get to spend it in quarantine. Thanksgiving? 9-11. Good Lord. All right, everyone. Welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben with Henry right around the corner from 9-11, which I just realized. Yeah, and do you remember last year? I believe we were in, it was Manchester. We were in Manchester. On 9-11. I will always remember the, the, the... the main newspaper of Manchester, I want to say, was the Manchester Wobbly Neck Digest. I think it was that. I yes. don't remember the name of the newspaper, but I remember. I remember the cover. It was that day. You wake up, you feel a little solemn. It's Why, sad. It's yeah. a very sad we had a lot day. Of wars. A lot of people died, not just the three thousand, but you think about the thousands after. You want to say that? Yeah, we were in a. You know, now we're in a forever war. Sure. A constant forever conflict that we don't even have an enemy for. We're fighting a constant. We can Continue. make a new one up though. Every time we want, every week. It's about branded. But I remember the front of that newspaper that morning, mm-hmm. the biggest news of the day. Mm-hmm. Was 9-11. On, on that day, September 11th, yes. man finds only one crisp in bag. I remember that story, and I remember it too. This day, yes, it was only last year, but you heard that right, folks. People overseas don't really care about 9-11. A story about a man finding one crisp in his bag of crisps was on the front page, and it got the center spread of the magazine. It was a front page with, I think, about three follow-up pages that really did let you got know into about- his psychology. Talked about like f- straight up, like the percentages of how much air and oh, crisps normally go into bag. Yeah, it was like a whole process where they talked about the beginning of bagging crisps. They yep. talked about the beginning of crisps. And he they held it. He was again. so sad. Remember when he was holding it? So that sad. Frown. He had a frown on his face, as if he was looking at the devastation of September 11th, 2001. But, but instead, was, yeah. he was looking at the fact that his fat awful (laughs) salt ridden lips could only get one crisp inside of his mouth and guess what but guess what the crisp was a foot long also shake up the bag 
You have to shake it up a little bit and know what you're getting inside. Well, Henry... But you, I will say, I want to say again, we missed Manchester and I can't wait to go back. Cannot wait to go back. And well, Curry you, Mile, I had someone with one of the craziest Indian meals I've ever had in Manchester. It's called the Curry Mile. There's Curry Mile, uh-huh. which has got the biggest swath of South Asian, like that whole that whole group, like one of the biggest, outside of India, one of the biggest groups of Indian restaurants uh-huh. outside of India. And I went there and they, I went to this place that had... The weirdest combo I've ever seen. It was fusion, Italian, and Indian to the point huh. where I sent it to Marcus because Marcus's favorite things are vindaloo and a chicken parm sup. Very interesting. And that's the only thing he eats is high acid foods. Yes, he loves it. And it's, for some reason, his asshole bleeds. Bleeds out of his butthole. And so I said, you got to go there. And he said it was a bit too much for his blood because it was like a korma. It was chicken parm. Uh-huh. It had a chicken parm Indian mix right. where it was korma poured over chicken parm with American cheese, cheddar cheese put on top of it. And you did this, you ate this on 9-11. Yep. Isn't that something? You did not really honor the memory of the people that died in those buildings many, many years ago. You gotta eat a cheeseburger on 9-11. Or... You can go over and uh, check out the Guinness Book of World Records. It's not just for people who squawk like a duck for miles and miles at a time, and then they get an award just for being somebody's like goofy father that they don't want to talk to at, at, at dinner, but then he's like, I have eight Guinness uh, Book of World Records, and they're like, what are the records? He's like, I hopped on my head 18 times yesterday. and they, I held an almond for five weeks. And it's like, nobody cares. But this one is a big deal for GWR, the Guinness World's Record. Giant What's It Giant Breaks Longest Puffed Corn Snack Record. So the Giant What's It Giant Breaks. We're opening with this. I was going to update on several true crime stories we have to update. You want to update. You want to begin the show. You already mentioned with 9-11. That's a big true crime story, isn't it? Isn't that big enough? With the What's It Giant, it's measuring uh, 35 feet. It has broken the world record for the longest puffed corn snack. The snack team took eight people Two and a half hours and 29 minutes to create. Wait a second. It's called the What's It? The What's It. W-O-T sits. What's It's giant. And this is the snack. A Walker spokesman, Wayne Rowland, said, when the team called me up and suggested this, I couldn't believe it. It's not often you get <laughs> It's not often you get briefed to make the world's biggest What's It. Yeah, I feel like it's Yeah, it's not often because it's a pain in the ass and it takes a long time well, and nobody cares. It is. It's not even cheese doodles. It's a What's It. It's a what? It's totally different. Okay, that's but Henry, a cheese doodle, Henry. So you you wonder what do you think they're going to do with this? What do you think that you do once you created a thirty five foot what's it? What do you do with that? Well, if I was let's say the the owner of what's it's right, if I was I would say you carve it up and you feed it to the poor. Well, instead they've decided to mount it. So mm-hmm. this is according to again. So way, they just way wasted way. all this food. They yeah. just took a, a literally a, 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 how many was that a mile of food? How much of that food? <laughs> 35 feet That's is it? not a mile. That's it? That's 35 feet of a Watson. I'm I'm honestly coming down hard on this Watson if we're not going to be feeding the poor with it. I know, but Wayne Rowland, again, he says we're going to get it mounted and display it on the wall of the factory. <laughs> that is <laughs> so unbelievable. Nice? In order to gain the record, the snack had to be at least 10 meters long, yet stay the same width as a normal What's It giant. Now, isn't that interesting? No. The crisp, which has... <laughs> the crisp, which is as long as a hundred and sixty-four 
regular Watsit Giants. This is 164 Watsit together to make one large Watsit. You understand why they got the attention of the Guinness Book of World Records at this sure. point. Sure. Uh, it had to be baked by hand because it could not fit in the factory's oven. And you know these motherfuckers weren't paid extra. You know for a fact no, that they, they were just, told that this is a part of being a, a member of the Waltzit family. They get to look at their work every time they come in, clock in, you know, get your freaking retina scanned. I don't know what they do with people. They, I know they take away their civil liberties more and more on a regular basis now, but then they get to look at the wall. And they get to see the 35-foot what's-it. And they're like, that's why I'm here. Why is that why you're here? To make a useless object? To make a thing that is only propping up the name of what's-its? Using the Guinness Book of World Records as a prop as well? Everybody is being taken advantage of here. Except for that corn puff, which should have been taken advantage of to feed all of the, the, the gaping maws, the children that gather around. Because you, you remember how many orphans Obesity we saw? Obesity is a real problem. You this can't is the UK. Them once. They didn't make the world's largest apple. This is the UK. These kids are trained pickpockets and they sell farthings. They sell geese. I know what they do. Sh- on the street, they sell honks of beef and they'll fix your shoes <laughs> well, and they, got a they'll crawl up a fucking up. chimney and they'll fucking do, but that's, they need food. Well, Paula Sepsky of course, she's from the Guinness World Records. Of course, we know that. Yep. Uh, this is what she had to say. She says, we've seen a lot of size-inspired food entries and attempts before, but never have we seen anything quite like this. She goes on to say, it's not every day you see six people having to hold up a single snack. Isn't that what it's all about coming together? Speaking of 9-11, holding hands. None of these people were together. paid to be there. They are workers. They were all they were they were paid to do what they do and they love they love their job. And they I, have to have they have to you have to wear a smile. Otherwise, the crisp is a little frowny. It gets a little soft. Yes. Every the, single time. There's a smile in every crisp. There's a smile in every crisp, and there's a frown in every dump. <laughs> I think that's called the old Indian Mile. Well, let's take a look at this next story. This is an update. This comes from our Pish Shrine episode that we did oh not that goodness. long ago, which we found out wasn't as much of a Pish Shrine as it Ooh. was a cum shrine. And and uh, and fecal. There was a lot of dicky there was involved. Some, there was some fecal. This guy had it all. This guy was doing it all wrong. This comes from Honey Bee Royale on Reddit. This was a we covered this. Uh, she ended up doing a response video, to like kind of show more and more details. So. We have an update. So Ezekiel Zayas, the man that entered into these people's homes, just so for you know, just so you know, yes. just for a quick update. The home was broken into while they were on vacation for a week. Ezekiel Zayas came into this home, defiled it, stayed in there for a week, uh, using their PlayStation, taking videos himself and writing manifestos. Basically, you totally saying, forgot about coming everywhere, taking dumps and pissing everywhere too. That's a part of it. That's okay. a part of his celebration. It's a big part of it, celebrating himself. It's a self care ritual. Okay, it's hard and it's hard in quarantine. It is. But he had left several pages of notes detailing plans to surgically transform the people living in the house, Honey Bee Royale, from what they said the these things called omnibus is what they called us to an elevated race called Ezekiel's, which is interesting because it was his first name, <laughs> where they were going to cut off their parts and make them blind. And, and the, the, he filmed a 47-minute video of himself nude in their master bedroom where he mentions his trials that are detailed all in the notes. It's very, very, very scary. And my understanding is, I don't want to blow up these people's spot, but I think they're still there. I just don't know what you have to do. How much? Okay, so you know a little bit more about the call. I know you and Natalie, especially Natalie knows a lot about, uh, you know, some witchery. Yes. What kind of spell would you need to do? How would you cure the room, the house of the memory of this man? Call a realtor. 
and move. <laughs> That's what you do. Well, there's nothing magical about that. You just get, you just you move. Go. I but guess you're going to resell the house. You could smudge it. This is it. where he came. You could, sag, you could sage it. You could do all that kind of shit, yeah. obviously. But yeah, but you know, you just, I'd leave the come out. You don't tell the people. Well, it, is it like uh, if a murder takes place? I believe you have to tell them a murder took place. Well, or maybe that's like, you get a free phone call when you're arrested, which is also not true. I don't know if that is true, but I think that's, like, it's got to be some kind of rule. Like, if you sell John Wayne Gacy's, like, plot of land, you do have to tell people, right? I think that is true. I think if a murder took place, I know they believe that you can, you have to ask. The realtors can, I believe, I'm not certain, email side stories LPOTL and tell me if I am wrong. I believe realtors can hide the fact that they the can house, yada yada it, like yes, Seinfeld. I believe that if it has been Either anything below murder, they can kind of, mm, but they, you might want to tell the new people moving in there that this home might have been selected by a cult. Like, we're not quite certain if he had accomplices. They or, might pay you more money for the home, depending on who's buying. You so never know. Especially if they're really lonely and they're looking for sticky friends. Absolutely. But uh, Ezekiel Zayas has finally committed murder, which is what we knew that he was kind of, we were waiting for. So this was the escalation that we were talking about, speculating that might occur. They called the police. He got scooped up. He got put into lockup. They released him. Oh, God, that's horrifying. They had provisional release where they they basically were kind of, oh, don't worry, we got tabs on him. (laughs) And uh, he immediately broke into a Buddhist temple. So they then picked him back up and they put him into some form of healthcare, uh, this place called the healthcare facility. It was the OCCC, which is the state prison in Oahu, which is honestly, that could be maybe nice. Sounds very nice, yeah. Get all the pull you want. Absolutely. But apparently in Oahu Community Correctional Center, while he was there, the, he was put in with a celly. That man was murdered in his sleep. Honolulu, Honolulu oh. police, this is according to KITV, Island News. Oof. Honolulu police say 27-year-old Ezekiel Zayas is charged with first-degree and second-degree murder. Officials say he killed 62-year-old Vance Grace inside the Kalihi Jail on Monday night. We don't know so how he, we done it, but it does seem like this was what? a foregone conclusion. He was eventually going to escalate into something extremely violent, yeah. and he has done it. Well, it seems like the guy was quite territorial. I think we can say that about it, him. Bad just with roommates. Bad with roommates. You know, I am actually surprised we don't hear more Selly murder stories. I watch a lot of the Prism shows. I know you do as well, Henry. And yeah, I, I love on, them. On Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, we've been talking a lot about criminal justice reform, a lot of overcrowding. Sometimes there's up to three people in these little holding cells. I would freak out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, at some point, that's why they're, you know, the cleanest people in the history of the world, inmates. They are so crazy clean because if you mess with one of their things, you're gonna get you're gonna get hit with a bag full of noodles. Well, what's the term, right? It's institutionalized. The idea that like someone eventually kind of become very protective over your space. Your little inch. An inch is a mile. An inch might as well be a full bedroom. It's really very intense to live in a very small space Ooh. like that, especially with a bunch of people that possibly violent offenders, possibly like people that guy. are crazy. But you know, he got put into I'm a crazy tank. I don't right? think that he instead needed- of put into like they 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 didn't made- fully extrapolate the situation. They didn't look uh. at this guy and say, oh, he was threatening to surgically alter this family, but this is just a journal. These are just scripts. We're let's like, this is in, in Los Angeles. By, let's put him in an 8 by 10 room with a random 62-year-old dude. Yeah, but My honestly... God, honestly, Henry, is there anything scarier? And I fantasize about this because this is, this is, out of all the true realities, 
being abducted by an alien. Is it possible? Maybe. But one thing that being abducted, being abducted by law enforcement is very possible. And then you're, you're thrown into it. One of these goddamn cells. And then you're just, you're, you're in there Yep. for, for hours and hours and hours and hours, days and days and days at a time. I don't know what I would do. I think I, I might just go the, I might go the Michael Myers route. Never speak. Like never I did, speak. Like well, you're big enough. School. You're big enough to have mystique. Right, you can appear to Ooh, like 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 X Men. Like yes, the chick from X Men. You remind me of Rebecca Romaine Stamos. <laughs> I'm going to use the old last name. You remind me of her so much. I don't know what it is. I think yeah. something about your skin. Oh my god! What if I could just transform her right now into like a super hot chick and be like, "This has been me the whole time." Please help and our you, careers. You that pass, would be incredible. That would be nice. Yeah, I would imagine love that. Too. I would love that. In pitch meetings, <laughs> so many pitch meetings have been just like, "Can you guys not be you?" And then we're just like, "This is so hard for us not to do." I want to escape from my skin so bad you have no idea but yes i think you in jail could have that mystique because if you don't speak you can stand there and who knows what you're in for you know what i mean they don't know that you're in there for tearing the tags off of mattresses but you're in there walking around like you can pretend to be non-verbal and like do like weird like fake yeah. sign language at people and people oh are like God. what is his story what did he do yes but for me honestly i think i'd convert to islam Oh, like Mike I think I go that direction where I get really into like reading, maybe try to get my own law degree. It depends on what I'm in for. Yes. Because I just have to make it to the end of the sentence. So mostly I would try to try to maybe kind of like a Birdman of Alcatraz type where I teach I a bunch that. of mice to be my friends. Like maybe that level. I try to stick to my cell. I keep one of those lifestyles where either that or I get, I got it. I guess I got to get jacked. Oh, you're, well, I think you're just naturally going to get jacked. I was looking up for a, uh, I was just on my phone here looking for a story about the fake uh, sign language translator, but I realized it's from 2017, but that's always very funny when there's a fake translator, always. but it's always a very serious situation, but no one knows sign, so you just have to show up to the police precinct and be like, I got this, and then they just they just put you on camera. Sometimes it's all about confidence. That's what we've learned quite yeah. a bit, is that if you just keep lying, 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 then you, a lot of times, you end up as president in the United States of America. I agree with that i could see you run the yard i could see that over a series of years where you would have to show your tenacity in in ways that we would never ever discuss outside of the walls of prison yes i just would have to learn to have to have the snappinest butt pussy that anybody's ever encountered you would literally have to break one off in there and i would go put up an open mic night you think that you want to hear the comedy from the so from the from the let them express themselves. From the tears of I'm the gonna people start who doing are incarcerated. I'm going to do one of those jail like Shakespeare programs. Teach everybody Shakespeare. Be an acting coach. But you know what those people do? They leave the prison. They don't just say, and now scene. And then it's like, okay. No, no, yeah. The directors normally, okay, they get to Ronald. leave. Yeah, yeah, they get to leave. And then and then all of a sudden, you didn't give Ronald the main part in Shakespeare. And next thing you know. <laughs> oh, no. And I, uh, have yes, to, no. I have to show my other skills. Yes, Which, indeed. again, you just got to be a jack of all trades. Indeed. Even if it's jacking. A man name trade. Yes. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. 
We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8th, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. There are more mystery drone incursions over U.S. nuclear power plants that have been revealed. Now, this comes from Forbes. They are saying that uh, several, it's crazy. We covered this a little bit last year, these weird, mysterious drones. Mm -hmm. They were coming, it was around December and January, and then they disappeared. They still don't know the origins of these drones that have been scanning what appears to be giant missile fields. This spot. You would think they would want to find out who that is or who's behind all that. They're not either. They they are saying they don't know. That this is highly fishy and very mysterious. There's a new cache of documents obtained under the Freedom of Information Act. Reveals how 24 nuclear sites suffered at least 57 drone incursions from 2015 to 2019. In the the September incidents, and this is from September of last year, Hmm. a swarm of five or six large drones flew over the Unit 3 nuclear reactor at Palo Verde in Arizona for about 80 minutes, Hmm. a length of time which suggested they were carrying out a thorough survey of the site. I mean, is there anything that we don't know about our nuke facilities? A lot of them are in South Dakota. Um, I feel like 
everyone already knows about our missile silos. What new information is down there? Unless you think that's where they're doing some more nefarious activity. I'm Who not knows? sure. It's, it's definitely way down there underground. Well, one thing I read that said 80 hours of travel on a single charge for a drone is actually highly, highly improbable. It's like you're literally looking at these are military drones. I don't know. And again, I don't want this to happen. Um, but I am not sure why we haven't or I'm not sure why people have not militarized their own drones and why. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm it's surprised already we don't see more of them. Though. I honestly think it's already happening. We're Do just you? we're going to start seeing it more and more. And it just it well, really you look at depends. Those protesters. I mean, I play all the video games now and it almost seems like every protester should just have a drone attached to them watching themselves and you know why not? i mean was, i don't like the robots but you know if they're if everyone else is gonna have them that was my dream about the watch cops the floating orbs <laughs> that would watch police officers behavior and if they do something bad they get zapped from afar <laughs> but i still think that's an interesting idea but <laughs> I, I still didn't wait i've not been called wait when did you have the watch i like it but when was the watch cops idea sprung like a couple like a month ago two months ago really oh yeah okay oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but i haven't got any calls from any robotic companies nobody's following up <laughs> So this is, it's really interesting. They don't know. This new release also indicates that a third incident occurred at Palo Verde in December 2019. This time, apparently, with only two drones described as industrial-sized craft, three feet across. Damn. As with the two previous incidents, they were exploring the Unit 3 reactor area. They are trying to say that the certain areas, reactors themselves, they are protected by a thick concrete dome. Yes. And they are supposed to be able to withstand the impact of a crashing airliner. Right. But they said that they are other parts of these reactor fuels that are more vulnerable well, like these giant where the the nuclear fuel is where the nuclear fuel is stored can be uh very easily uh exploded and it's got some of the largest concentrations of radioactive material radioactive material on the planet pretty cool my friend uh my friend hugh out there in new york city he does uh he goes and he explores all the urban sites that you know are now defunct yes. you know stuff like that and if you wanted to get into a fun youtube hole you really can when it comes to people spelunking down these things. Uh, yeah, Natalie's nuke, a nuke huge fan and stuff like that. She loves those abandoned but, sites, like walkthroughs. I'm gonna say they need to get they need to get some gorilla glue or some uh, some flex tape, some flex seal because our silos are falling apart. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's just a construction company looking for like ways that they could help, like get some silly putty in there. It's just like, more, everything is falling apart. The the heart of this story is is that they have no clue what it is and they have been researching it. So it shows that they have incidences of these reports Wouldn't that are they coming just coming shoot again. shoot it down though. They're, that's the they, just, they I mean, haven't I'll, done it yet because the one meeting in security, of course, is like this is within the nuclear regulatory commu- the nuclear regulatory commission. They did a whole evaluation of the threat. So this is from the Freedom of Information Act uh-huh. release. They they basically are saying we can't do anything until they try something. So it's like well, staff pointed out that no flyers have yet exhibited a threat to nuclear power plant, which to me also means we have no clue whether or not these are a part of some covert like alley of the government where the reason why they are not blowing them out of the sky is that it's a part of some double secret bullshit that we have no clue yeah we don't know what we're we we don't know where they come from and it seems to be there is some hesitancy to just shoot them out of the sky which means maybe somebody somewhere knows where they come from. and when we talk drones we're not talking we're talking military drones these are military drones so these are the ones that look like the like the they kind of look like a whale 
They look a little bit like a whale. Yes, Is it those kind of drones? It's not the predator drones. It's these giant observer, like observatory mm. drones. It's these huge things that come flying. And it's just weird to me. You well, can have multiple nuclear reactor sites and nuclear missile silos be buzzed by right. drones from mysterious origins, yeah, and there's nothing that we can do. It's never good when they can play like, what's that in the sky? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's never Superman. No, it's oftentimes a foreign enemy. And guess what? If it is Superman, Superman's highly corruptible. He would definitely become a villain. I agree. And uh, of course, when it comes to not to get too in the weeds on all this, but when it comes to the U.S. drone war, that was and is absolutely horrible. And the chickens are coming home to roost on that. If you really want to get sad, you can watch some more documentaries. And there was one where I watched a small child in Pakistan saying his favorite days are cloudy days because then he can't see the drones. Jesus Christ. And and those are drones with guns pointed right at people's heads. Anywho, let's move on to a slightly different story, shall we? Sure, absolutely. Penis-shaped meat. Henry, you have a penis-shaped meat, and so do I, but it's not served... For dinner, this is according. To, this is the Akron Beacon Journal, and I'm, I don't usually shout these people out, but Sean McDonald really nailed this one. Mm-hmm. Akron Beacon Journal: Phallic-shaped meat prompts police investigation. I don't know if this woman needed to call the police, but she did. Basically, what happened was a woman bought a package of what she thought were smoked turkey tails. Which is? You ever had turkey tails? I have not. No, like I didn't know that. I didn't. Honestly, I don't think I know that turkeys have tails. Turkey tails are kind of. I'm not sure what they're. Is it the neck? It might be the neck. Doesn't it? I don't. When I think of a turkey, I don't see the tail dragging around. Let me look this up. Am I ridiculous? Am I insane? No, no, no. no, Turkeys don't have tails. You know the fan behind a turkey. Yeah, when a turkey wants to have sex with you. Is that what it's for? I believe it's to, I think it's either to ward off predators or to entice a mate. Yes, I think it no, does a little is, bit of both. No, it is, uh, it's the actual tail. It is the tail because I've had pigtail. Mm. Yeah, Everybody but I see pig the tails. pigtail. I actually don't care. I'm done eating pig. I know, I know. But I'm again, trying, but then I, I did get a pepperoni pizza yesterday. Pepperoni. Why is everything? You know what I have been doing? What? Getting the beyond me. I don't mind the Beyond Meat, the but they're also saying, they're, but is there true, isn't it true that there's like weird chemicals in the Beyond Meat? Yeah, it's going to grow your boobs. Oh, man, my tits are already huge. Exactly. Job, I know. Job yum, 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 yum. So this woman, she bought what she thought was a package of smoked turkey tails, but she received something that was a little bit more cock looking like in nature. That's me speculating there. Her name is Lamia Singfield. She's of Akron. She said she had purchased the pack smoked turkey tails from a grocery store Mm. to cook for dinner, which makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? But as she was cooking them with beans. Mm. Mm. Well, because I bet you, ooh, I bet that cooks down good with beans. She, because I you probably, you braise them up a little bit, you put sure. a little of that liquid in there, you got the beans in there, them simmering in there with the beans, you get a little bit of cubed ham, you get some <laughs> onions in there, you get some fucking leeks, ooh, that would be really good. You get some fucking, ooh, carrots in there, some mushrooms in there. Well, she thought she got a human penis in there. Um, so she, she was cooking them with beans and then she's like, oh, something's not right here. Something's wrong. And then she was like, what could it be that's wrong? Oh, the meat looks like it's a human penis. So this is according to Singfield. She says, I'm calling Save-A-Lot. This ain't right. That's what she said on Facebook. And she bought this at the Save-A-Lot. So I don't know if the Save-A-Lot's a reputable grocery store to buy your chicken tails from or your turkey tails from, but that's where she bought them. So she takes to Facebook because she saw she found a cock in her stew. And that's what you do nowadays. You go to Facebook immediately. She says cock-shaped turkey tail. And I look at this. This is actually, this is actually a very generously meated 
turkey tail. She should be thankful for this. Well, she called Save a lot. She says, this ain't right. She's on the Facebook live stream. She says, I know what this is. Her receipt says she bought turkey tail. She says, a photo labeled she provided says smoke smoked pork tails. So perhaps they did a bait and switch. Oh, I like a smoked pork tail even better. At first, she thought it was funny, Henry, but then the longer she looked at them, so she's just staring at her kids, calling her kids, she's be like, mom, just, it's a, it's just, mom, just fit, just eat it, or cut it up, just do, do, do not worry about it. But she, she didn't think it was funny anymore because she became concerned that indeed it was a human penis. So she called the police, the police show up. Uh, they responded to her. The police come all the way to the house to look at the cock shaped (laughs) knee. Yes. She had it served. She had it on a on a uh, on a paper plate. Okay, and the, so the they took the mystery meat to the Summit County Medical Examiner's office for testing. Um, according to the police report, the respond the responding officers were also concerned that she found some human remains. So the cops were like, "Oh, that looked look like a penis to me." How were they? It doesn't even look like a penis. This is what she had to say. She says, "I hope it's not human because then somebody is missing something that they need, or somebody might be dead." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She goes on to say, I just want answers. And on Wednesday morning, an investigator at the medical examiner's office said they determined the meat was pork, not human. Wow, she's the luckiest woman in the world. She is. However, she did order the turkey tail. So this is still Save-A-Lot's fault. And this is according to Save-A-Lot. They did have to respond here because they were con- they were contacted multiple times. It is indeed pork, but this is what they had to say. They said, at Save-A-Lot, we have a long-held commitment to the highest standards in quality and work in partnership with our vendors to ensure those standards are upheld. Nothing about not serving penises, though. I'm Well, yeah, because in the end... It wasn't cock meat. If it turned out to be cock meat, I, this would be a bigger story. They go on to say, issues of quality receive the utmost priority. And we take this matter very seriously. We can confirm that we have no previous quality issues with this item. And we have not been contacted by the customer in question or the local authorities regarding the incident. We will take appropriate action at this time. If I am the GM, everyone's dropping trow. And if somebody is missing a penis, then they are officially guilty of trying to um, poison the great people of Akron. Singfield, uh, the woman that found it, she has declined to comment after the incident. She said on Tuesday that regardless of what it was, the meat was mislabeled, and it certainly wasn't a turkey tail. Wow. So there it is. And isn't that the true crime story of the decade? I actually, when you go to the store, you want to get turkey tail. Next thing you know, it is a huge piece of hogtail. I didn't know that the hogtails could get that big, but mm. one of the reasons they thought it was a penis is because there is a little hole. Well, yeah, there's a little the, hole. There's a little hole. Yeah, and that's but that's where, where the bone goes. The bone, the meat is circling around a bone. I don't know. Mm. Have you never had a pigtail? I don't think I've uh, actively done that. I mean, I've had the 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 the, 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 the pig skin or whatever, the, the fried crack. Chicharron. Those are so good. And then also Brooklyn Star, a restaurant that has now been closed in in New York, which is so sad because, I mean, why not just ruin everything that we love during quarantine? But they had a pigtail dish. Mm, Ooh, you just sucked the meat off that bone. I know. You got the, you also, Mm. you you would always get the, uh, what are you, the the scooping of the bone, the bone marrow, which is not meat. I don't understand why anybody. It's meat butter. But it's not, I just would never, you, you don't get full off of it. No, you it's, get, an ap- it's an appetizer. If you're getting full off a of bone marrow, you're going to die of fucking heart disease. Yeah, that's right. very true. This is a very sad story oh, that got brought you to my do attention. This one? this one is sad. I want to talk a little bit about this. This is just, you know, you never know who's going to lift you up. 
You never know where you're going to find your hero, but then also sometimes it still ends in tragedy, and it's incredibly yeah. sad. This is about the goose who wore shoes. Oh, This is a story from Atlas Obscura by Cara Giamo. This was sent to me. Um, and I just was so into this. This is such a sweet story, but also it's very sad. Such, it's such a cute story because they're little shoes, and it's this is like the, they're made for the goose. This is the story about Andy the Goose. Oh. Andy the Goose was a footless goose <laughs> that was found by a man named Gene Fleming, who was an inveterate tinkerer, which makes him sound like a child molester, it, but he, he was, was an inventor. What? An inveterate tinkerer. An inveterate tinkerer. Yes, but okay. that just means he he had hobbies. That's great. Which is scary. I didn't, even, I didn't even mean to say it like that. It sounds like he tried. He was just it a fun like guy. It sounds like he's a good guy. He's he wanted a good to make guy. shoes for the, for the goose. Yeah. He saw a goose that was being, it seemed to be like this weird goose. It was struggling to follow his fellow geese across Aww. a gravel road because it had been born with no feet. <laughs> now, Gene Fleming said, because I'm a Shriner, my natural instinct was to help him, which is also Aww. technically your natural instinct is also to do an elephant group with a bunch of old men. Remember elephant walk? Uh, of with course. A bunch of old guys. Well, yeah. Like the, Shri- the Shriners hat. I don't think the Shriners have ever done anything wrong to anybody. I don't know. We don't know. Jury's out on that. Yeah. But no, he we figured that he could help the this goose out because he, he thought that maybe I could get a board. So he, he picked up this goose. He tried to train the goose to use a skateboard, yeah. figuring the, go, the goose could push along with one stump while bounce, <laughs> balancing on the other. But it seemed to be very difficult. Aww. But the goose was patient. So eventually, Gene, he hit on a solution, a pair of patent leather baby shoes, and he stuffed them with foam rubber and then attached them to the goose's feet. And then it got to walk. And, and it was running is, around, right? And we got to, it was very, very sweet. There's the point, an incredible photo of what looks to be a Sears uh, photo shoot with the goose wearing his little, what seemed to be Converse, with a kneeling owner, Gene. Gene is a handsome man, I he have is. to say. Nice uh, salt and pepper hair. Very serious. I think that he truly loved this goose. He truly loved this goose, and they got along incredibly well. They said that Andy used to like look at him as if he was some kind of hero, and he used to Aww. nuzzle up with him, and they used to sleep in the same bed. <laughs> used to just like now the goose does stop though that is the thing about a goose yeah ge- geese is, geese are technically terrible animals yeah, yeah. they're very well, aggressive terrible, maybe difficult pets difficult absolutely difficult pets those are difficult strangers but you know who else is difficult celebrities and that's exactly exactly what this goose became and very very quickly he got on tonight show with wow. johnny carson it became kind of a big deal because one of the a, a member of the hastings tribune a reporter of the hastings tribune wrote about this goose's potential and it ended up <laughs> getting a fucking photo spread in people magazine and then nike learned that andy preferred their brand of baby shoes they sent him a crate filled with nike he's us he had little wow, nikes he had little nikes um and all of this was incredible and it brought a lot of uh fanfare to the town there was the andy fan club people came and unfortunately Apparently. hastings has soon been now known for the kool-aid was invented in hastings and that kind of overshadowed andy the goose oh come on kool-aid is okay first of all let me just say this about kool-aid they're taking a lot of credit for what sugar does all Kool-Aid does. It's just the powder. It's just Once sugar. Once you realize you have to just dump a bunch of sugar in it, it's not, you ever just had Kool-Aid with no sugar? I don't know. It's no. useless. I would I, why would I ever have it? I haven't had Kool-Aid in a long time, though. It's useless, but Gene They try so to get powerful. him to teach him, they try to get, teach him to ride a bicycle. Well, Andy also, did. they goose-proofed the passenger seat of his bright orange Triumph TR7, so it was goose-proofed, which I don't know what that means, but it's, it's been goose-proofed, no yeah, knives just, around. They put plastic on it. 
so yeah. he could shit all over it. And then he wouldn't even go anywhere. Him and him, Gene and Andy were inseparable. They had a fan club. It was incredibly sweet. And then on October nineteenth, Gene and Nadine got the kind of phone call every goose owner dreads. What is Andy okay? Asked an anxious voice on the other end. A couple of Hastings residents had been out metal detecting in a local park. <laughs> And they had found the dead goose sporting telltale sneakers. It had been decapitated and its wings were ripped off. It was brutally murdered. What? Andy's killing his national news. Oh my God, what is going on here? Brutally murdered. He was murdered like, it was like Andre Chikatilo murdered. He was found. This is according to reporters. He was found in a heap, decapitated and skinned near the town's baseball diamond. And they said they quoted a local first grader with spina bifida. He was my favorite goose because he had no feet. why they do it? I don't know why they it, did it. It's really very, very sad. Um, this, it's, it, even yeah. the Weekly World News covered it, which they usually cover fake things, but I guess this was they, they covered this. They said, Sicko commits foul deed, just for the pun. They set up a reward fund around $10,000 to try to find the murderer. And honestly, it is it was still open as of 1993. Um, and they trying to trying to figure out what to do with it, but apparently it has been since closed. They put up a little. They closed it. Well, we'll find out. They closed the case. They put up this carved headstone. They wanted to put up a statue, but they said they didn't want to. Right? They decided that, that that would be too much, and they put up a statue. And then, um, unfortunately, over the years, Gene, oh. um, Gene deeply uh, fell apart. He died of. Uh, she started showing signs of Alzheimer's oh. as soon after they found his dead. They think that they kind of thought that Andy had kind of kept him a little bit more cogent. He had something to live for Absolutely. because he was working with Andy. Andy, he was in love with him. And um, unfortunately, they put up a little stone. This nice headstone, but they they believe that the murderer has been caught. Okay, now Gene, of course, he has passed away in two. He passed away in the year two thousand, and uh, this is according to the nursing home Grand Island, Nebraska. They said he definitely did not get closure. That's according to a employee named Jessica. So he died not, not knowing. knowing. But they say for they're working on a documentary. I, I believe currently they're still working on a documentary about Andy the Goose. But apparently, they said. The perpetrator was found about two years after the murder. Someone from the sheriff's department called and said, well, we found out who did it, but we can't tell you. And we don't want to have any news release right up about it. What in the he world? said over the phone, we didn't know what to do. Finally, they, they donated the reward to the community. Um, but they think that the, the department, he said, had told them that Andy's killer was, quote unquote, somebody that was not responsible. Suggesting that they it was someone maybe that was mentally handicapped oh. or like, but what are talk about the rage of that or someone like so deeply, you know who I'd put this on like somebody like Ezekiel Zayas, sure, who's so insane, and that the final thing that put him over the edge was a goose in shoes. I don't understand why anyone, no matter what their condition, would kill a goose in shoes. I almost feel like, and uh, I don't know. I mean, we know a lot of people of different mental faculties on all. You know, the whole spectrum. We know everyone uh, on all that spectrum in our families and dare I stay our friend group. Yep. I don't think a goose in shoes should inspire anyone to kill. To me, a goose in shoes inspires an autograph. Shouldn't that just be your best friend? A goose in shoes to me is a sign that my life is going in the right direction. I if I saw are... Goose in Shoes, unless it turned to me and said, kill the president, I right. feel like it would be different if it because it's just going to go, ah. Yeah, I made your noise. Yeah. So I feel like they're saying mentally disabled, but I think that this is just speculation. The documentary hasn't come out yet. 
I think it's probably a son of one of the cops and they want their kid to get away with it because uh, I don't see a mentally disabled person killing a goose with shoes. I feel I that just don't know. I bet you this is somebody. Maybe this is a very high level. Maybe it's the mayor. Oh there my is God, some, somebody some high level. Power. So you're saying that this is small town Illuminati style, massive cover up. This is the movie Cop Town. Yes. But it's with geese. And honestly, if you found out, if I found out a politician committed murder in the past, you know, let's say uh, like Ted Kennedy. Well, I say, but, okay, you, know, you can't be president, but you're still a, a senator. That was a, that was like a whoopsie do, right? Yeah, that was like, I'm too lazy and I don't care about this person. And yeah. I'm just going to pretend like it never happened. But of course, there were scratch marks on the ceiling of the car. So she was alive for a long time. Most politicians have blood on their hands anyway. That's what they love. That's what they crave. They crave that power. That's why they got into the business to begin with. Then they get to meet Kevin Spacey. Isn't that exciting? No, and then you get implicated. If I find out that any politician, whether I supported them or not at the time, kills a goose with shoes, I don't care if you kill a goose, but you're going to kill a goose with, with shoes, shoes and you know it belongs to uh to It's this a beloved dude. member. He was on Johnny Carson. It was on Johnny Carson. It's a celebrity. You just killed a part of Johnny Carson. It's what you did. He was between Martin Short and it was like another and Isabella Rossellini. I cannot believe this. So Andy the goose with shoes got to meet Isabella Rossellini, one of the most beautiful women on the face of the planet. And, and I'm sure he took one of his goose dumps, which comes out as green and ends up as white. They can't say for sure what happened with Andy the Goose, but they do say this is according to the police or this is according to the article speculating on what the police believe. They don't want to list the name because they don't want to give undue scrutiny to the person who is disabled. But again, uh, this woman is working on a documentary all about Andy's life. And this is what she had to say. She says, I'm not interested in the person's name anymore. I wouldn't want retribution against the person or their family. I just want to know why. I just want to know why. I just want to know why. This becomes this is the this is the villain's origin story. It this really should, is. If Gene had more life in him, and then he just slowly but surely became Goose Man. Ooh, Goose Man. He, he wants to put fear into the hearts of criminals everywhere, where he just dresses as a goose with J's on, and then but he's like super fucking violent. That'd be cool as hell. Where it's like, then what he does is like garrots villains and shit. And just but creates, Andy like, wasn't violent. No, Andy wasn't violent. But now Gene's got to get violent because Andy showed that the, once Andy died, it showed that no line can't be crossed. Uh, they killed John Wick's dog, and he got to murder people for three straight movies. And I still agreed with every single kill. Five straight movies. There's five John Wick. They're shooting two back to back right now. There's going to be five of those? I mean, I'm, I'm down with it. I just watched Bill and Ted. Uh, the, the, the third one. It's good. It's just fine. It's fine. It does its job. It really does. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life how much i need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as i wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what i eat for lunch but i guess i should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. 
My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. All right. Well, I have one more little tale here, and then we can get to uh, anti-hero of the week. We're actually doing an anti-hero of the week this week. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah, because sometimes you don't get the hero that you want. You get the hero that you deserve. Absolutely. But before that, uh, this man blows up his house while trying to chase a fly around. He had one of those electronic fly killers, right? You've been asking me about getting one of these. Uh, So has Eddie. Independently, you and Eddie have both brought up get an electric fly swatter, but it feels like it's more of a stun baton that is very casual. Yes, I agree. And you know we would just end up hitting each other with it, yes. and then it would run out of batteries. And we never put new batteries in. That's Not, how those things work. As soon as a thing dies, I just let it collect dust outside in a pile. Absolutely. But this guy, I mean, he had just had enough. He was in his 80s. These these flies were buzzing around. You know he's in his underwear. He's in France. Oh. You can see the gut. You can see the whole cheese and stuff. The type, wine drunk. European underwear is different too. It's like Men? long. It's like full clothes underneath their clothes, well, or it's very small. Or it's very small. They don't have the boxer brief. They either have the full on long john, or it is just you are looking at balls. And I'll never forget being on the European beaches when I was seven years old. You could see those big old hairy nuts. And uh, <laughs> I knew I wasn't a man yet. I'll tell you that much. No, no, no. And you just kept pulling on your nuts and pulling on your nuts so they get big and long. And now look at you. <laughs> They're definitely long. All right. So he picked up this electric fly swatter. He started targeting the uh, the fly. Didn't realize 
a gas canister was leaking in his door. In, in he's from a place called Dorgony. 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 I don't know. So a reaction between the device and the gas caused an explosion, destroying the kitchen and partly damaging the roof of his home. According to the local media, the unnamed man uh, luckily escaped, but he did get some burns. And I just feel like this story is one of those where you don't expect your kitchen to explode when you're chasing um, uh, when you're chasing a fly with a fly swatter in your underwear in your kitchen. But then sometimes doesn't your kitchen explode? Sometimes th- th- that is why you have to be ready, prepared at all times. To go to war. We told me you saw what I did the other day on the grill, where I accidentally kept the grill. Like, I accidentally kept the grill cover closed, and it filled it with gas. I, I, I just forgot to start it on time, and I just clicked the igniter, yep. and I just I, we all almost died. Yeah. That was fun. Well, we had a chance. We're experimenting with suburban life now, uh, or the closest <laughs> to it. And yeah, watching Henry man a grill. That is physically twice your size. I love it. It's amazing. I love being in charge of the flame. <laughs> I watch all these chef's tables. Like now I'm, I'm I, there's the new, have you seen chef's table? Do you watch any of those? I didn't see chef's table. I don't like to watch the chefs talk too much. They're a little snooty tooty, right? I like chef's table, but it's, it is a little snooty, but they have one guy who in the new chef's table barbecue, which, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. There's sometimes there's food that. in there where I'm like, get me on a fucking plane. Right now. Oh, yeah. I need to see this food. I need to eat this food. I get crazy. I get aggressive. It sounds like it. But then this guy, his whole thing is that he's in Sydney. He runs a place called Firehouse that I wanted to go to. No, Fire Door. I wanted to go to this restaurant when we were in Sydney, but everything smoked and Natalie doesn't like it. I'm the only person who likes smoked meats, which is why I haven't purchased a smoker. because she doesn't eat meat. No, at all. And and she doesn't really like even smoking kind of flavors. And I love it. But if I bought a smoker and I just ate all of the smoked meats that I want, I literally would just brutally die of a heart attack. Smoking these meats, Mark Zuckerberg, never forget. The famous smoking these meats, two hours, he pretended to have friends. He pretended to. Those guys, though, they really stuck to it. And they made a lot of, woo! Woo! Yeah, Mark, man, Mark, we are friends, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, stop getting close to me. But there's this one guy in the fire door, his whole, the whole thing is like, on a cook with open flame. That's all I do. I only believe in the marriage between the licking flames. The licking flames and my tiny Australian fingers. And it's it, every single thing he cooks is just with the giant bonfire. And it just gets huh. to a point where, like, that's got to be hot as fuck. Even yeah. over the grill, I'm doing stuff. I'm singeing. Look how hairy my wrists are. I know you could go up like a like a cotton swab. I burn off the hairs of yeah. my wrists every single time I cook. And I was like, this guy is just sticking his hands in flames and flipping potatoes with his fingers. And I was like, how do we get here? How did you get to this point. They're a different breed. They're a tough bunch. They are, but that was a little bit extreme. I mean, like, does everything have to be cooked with what is happening in the hills above Los Angeles right now? You just start a forest fire just to make a grilled cheese? I don't know what's happening in California since I've got here. I slept through all the earthquakes, which has been nice, but uh, these forest fires are really interesting, and then when you want to watch the local news, I did not quite realize how many police chases there really are. That's the fun part about LA. Yeah. Police chases is the funnest part. Yeah. The I will say, waking so up to about that. Waking up to 115 degrees and looking up at the sky and the sun is blood red, I definitely was like, what happened? Did Julia Roberts finally switch to television? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa is, uh, what is happening here? I love Julia Roberts. But Don't bring that pretty woman Is down. she really slumming it on premium cable? Come on, Julia Roberts. You're a movie star. She is a movie star, and I wish we would go back to movie stars being movie stars and TV stars being TV stars. Uh, the fluidity between the careers, I think it's ruined the entire entertainment industry. There's no more 
prestige. There's no more prestige. I want the prestige. I want mystique. You know, like us. <laughs> so now let's listen into let's listen to some listener emails. Oh, you don't want to do the hero of the week? Oh yes. Oh my God! Do it, hero of the week. Wow! I He's just skipped it. I didn't so mean to horny, skip it. So horny for listener emails. Anyway, we don't actually have a hero of the week. We have an anti-hero of the week. But this man has been brought to my attention by numerous people. Ander Christensen. He went to a town hall meeting. This was in Lincoln, Nebraska. So you know, there's not too much going on, but they probably have some serious gripes in Lincoln. I honestly bet you there's some real ass good food in Lincoln. I bet I've heard great things about Nebraska. I don't think we've ever been. Travis told us we have been in Nebraska. We love it. We love Nebraska. We love Nebraska <laughs> and we love going there. We love Omaha, where I stopped actually. I, I actually stopped in Omaha. I spent two days in Nebraska. You'd started this conversation because about you don't to, remember any time in Nebraska. Well, because I had too much fun. I went to That's Ole's Big Game Bar in, in Paxton, Nebraska, and Omaha. Anyway, this is in Lincoln, Nebraska, Henry. Oh, why am I sweating profusely? You are. Honestly, you are sweating the hardest I've ever seen you sweat. I don't know. Are you why. nervous? No. Have you been insider trading? Like, are you like holding in some massive no, uh, I revelation? Just, I think it's because we're doing an anti-hero of the week. And this whole thing is really, I mean, this is hard for me. Andrew Christensen, he went to the city council meeting in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he was complaining about the name Boneless Chicken Wings. Yes. He did point out that they are not made from the chicken wing. He says we can call them saucy nugs, which I do agree. He also says we could call them trash, which I think is a little bit mean-spirited. It was, because I like, I understand getting into the nonsense of saying boneless chicken wings. But the I problem understand is, it because that's what he very, he broke it down. Astutely. Because he did not like the idea that we don't know where the chicken meat is coming from. He liked that the fact that the chicken wing celebrates the meat because then you can see the bone. But the chicken wing itself, that's what put the chicken, the boneless chicken wing on the map. So I think if you lose sight of history, what is the future? So the boneless chicken wing, if it does not remember its humble roots of having bone in, then it's just going to go off and become a nugget. So basically you're talking about that the boneless chicken wing had the lead-in of the chicken wing. Without the, the chicken wing, the boneless chicken wing does not exist. So technically, it's like the boneless chicken wing is, remember Dave's World? Of course I know Dave's World, But yeah. the chicken wing is home improvement. Sure. Which I agree with. But the thing is, sometimes I like a chicken tendy. No, but I don't call them chicken tendies. But I, I had the boneless our, chicken wings. I our do comedian friend Nick Turner said that he, oh, he was just like, oh, somebody likes little children when I order chicken tenders at a bar. And well, I was that like, is why, but he makes a good point, and the only reason he's allowed to get away with that joke is because you called them chicken tenders. If you said, oh, I'll have the boneless chicken wings, please, they're like, are you a senator? Like, you just get treated with the amount of loyalty. Uh, but with, I with like chicken I prefer them to be called nuggets. Preferably, you don't take my a knife and fork to nuggets. You my take a, chicken, you take a fork to the boneless chicken wings. My chicken pronoun is nuggets. But then, okay, but the chicken nugget it means that it's you wait dry. a second. You eat a fucking chicken tender with a knife and a fork. I eat a boneless chicken wing with a fork. If they're horrible, you might have to cut it with a knife. No, you pick it up with your hands they're and eat wet. it like yeah. But yeah, but I still eat it like that. No, that's because you're a freaking. Wow. What am I? What am I? You're an animal. Oh, I pick You're it up animal. with my hands and I eat it with my hands no. if I want to. But sometimes I, it is nice to have a toothpick. There's a place called, and this is free plug. This That's, is a free ass plug. A toothpick is just a fork in this situation. I mean, you can have utensil. a fork, but yes, you can eat nuggies. It depends on the size of it. If Don't it's a long them, form. No, now I, see, oh, no, if you ordered a nuggies place, what are you about to kill the damn goose? I'll What's kill wrong a fucking, with you? I'll kill a goose. 
Boneless chicken wings. Wow. This am I, now am I in office? I feel Did like, I just win Congress? I feel am like, I in the House of Representatives? Is this one of the more serious conversations and serious arguments we've ever had? Because it comes this down is, to it. anti-hero of the week because I disagree with Ander Christensen, Mr. Mr. Swedish fellow from Sweetland. Well, I will say his uh, his I don't appreciate him being antagonistic towards the chicken tenders because he doesn't understand that sometimes you're in a questionable bar. Sometimes you're in a place in the middle yes. of this country and the only safe thing that looks safe to eat is the chicken tenders. Deep fried it? If it's deep fried, it's got to be good. Except I recently had some chicken tenders that were raw in the middle. What? Yeah, there was something wrong with it. They were cold in the middle. That's impossible. I just think that the whole fucking world's falling apart. Well, that's why you can't. got to get the boneless chicken wing. Don't get the tenders. Those are on the kid's meal. Those are the kid's menu. The boneless chicken wing. But at the same time, don't fucking make me a sex offender by making a kid's only menu. Sometimes there are things on the kid's menu, if which is exactly ser- what I'm looking for. But I've never, I've never you, ordered you, it. You order the french fries and like the chicken nuggets? No, and- I mean, I don't like it as much. I prefer chicken wing. You know what? Uh, now that we're doing outdoor seating, we'll move on from this conversation because it's gotten a little too heated and serious. But now that we're doing outdoor seating, I try to do the bone. I, I try to do the just regular chicken wing with the bone. Yeah. Something about the way the sun hits the meat on the bone makes it very unappetizing. No, that's what he means. I you don't see know the glisten. I, you see the glisten. And I was at uh, a, a place that I'm going to here every now and again to watch my basketball games. And the sun hit the chicken wing just so. I couldn't finish any more of them. What is this? It was a piece of fat that was just sort of like hovering above the bone. That's and then I their saw fault. the bone. That's their fault. That, and that, just, that should be rendered. I just feel like I like chicken wings in a sports bar. But you're not actually looking at the wing. Well, you this can't is what we've plate, been saying. I missed the be whole, dimmed. I missed the entire ambiance of being in a bar. I don't. I never yeah. really liked beer gardens to begin with. I know that's controversial. I don't know. But I've never really enjoyed a beer garden. I like being inside of a dive bar yep. up against the... I like being at the bar. But this you know is not saying? the world we're in right now. I know. So we all have to adjust. Sometimes, I'm just saying, the way the sun hits a certain food really does change because you eat with your eyes first. It's true. Because otherwise, how are you going to get the food in your hands? Unless you're blind. (laughs) Unless you're blind. And then sometimes you just kind of stick your hands in various baskets and you hope it's your food. And you can get away with that. But I think if you're blind... Apparently, by the way, our friend uh, friend Sonia was telling me that Ron Jeremy at uh, the Rainbow Room, you have to pass the bread to get to the bathroom. Never eat the bread, apparently, because he touched the bread. I mean, now he's incarcerated. Oh, my God. But apparently he used to touch the bread. Uh, man, I hate the bread. <laughs> I'm eating the bread at Rainbow. Apparently he used to touch the bread. Oh, That's all I know. Leave the bread Lord. alone. Oh. If you can't trust bread, what can you trust? Absolutely nothing. But honestly, yes. And if you're blind, make sure your waiter puts the food in your hands. Absolutely. Check out Jody Aries's MySpace page, oh, though, my if you get goodness. a chance to. There's a lot but, of okay, pictures so of the inner life. Is this really her, or, I or don't is this know. a fan-made thing? I don't or, know. A fan-made. It's true, though. I don't know though. what it is. Yeah. I mean, honestly, but there's a lot of pictures of her and Travis together that are wild. Oh, and God. she is an interesting um, incarcerated person that will hopefully never see the light of day. I don't think that she will, although, you know, like, dudes do run the whole thing, and I could see her just like, because I know she's I'm having so sex with the guard. I'm so sick of being inside. It's Can like, I just go inside for a minute? And then they go like, be- all right, Jody, a little minx, you can go out there and see. She's like, don't walk too far. Jody, where are you? Jody, where are you? Ah, oh, damn it, she's running. Oh, I don't know if she is up for parole anytime soon. Not anytime soon. She actually just got tonight. Oh, no kidding. All right, here we go. Let me see. do some listener emails. A decade and a half ago, give or take, I worked in an older auto repair shop in a poorer corner of town. 
The area was sort of known for having a transient homeless population, but being within a few miles of a soup kitchen, a library, a hospital, a rehab facility, an airport, you're talking about being in a city. Yeah, that's just a city. That's yeah. just being in a city. Okay, great. The building I worked in was a part of a six-store family-run operation, and it was their oldest flagship store. Just your basic six-bay auto repair shop built back in the 50s because of the age of the shop. There was a few stories connected to it that I thought was to, that I was told by the oldest employees there. One of the oldest mechanics of my shop was aware of a few deaths associated with the place. Hmm. Late one night, I was closing the shop alone, and as we had closed the bay doors and began shutting lights off, I was rolling a few tires down the aisle, which has got to be fun. I guess so. You get there rolling back and forth. That's a fun time. <laughs> it's a job, though. And yeah, it's, it's CrossFit. Lot, it's a lot of work, yeah. And as I pass a break in the tire tracks, I saw an old man staring back at me maybe 10 feet away, hmm. perpendicular to where I was walking. He was pale, about 5 foot 10, gaunt face and sandy white hair and my first instinct was oh just that oh <laughs> is that Steve Martin Steve Martin wow with the with the arrow through his head and now he's telling people how to do comedy That's on fun. a master class yeah in my peripheral I swear he's glaring at me I immediately jump startled and as soon as I turn to look there's nobody there Whoa. the bay doors were already closed so no one could have walked in from outside an odd feature of this shop was its old shoddy wiring. The grounding was all starting to fail, and the second-to-last bay door, an alignment rack, would actually give you a static shock if you hadn't touched it yet that day. I'm just going to say that's the least shocking thing about the store. Yes. Yeah. The mechanic who had told me stories of this place owns a tri-field meter, and when walking through the back one back quarter of the shop, the ambient energy levels were off the charts. Woo. This must have energized the only bit of poltergeist activity I've ever seen. Myself and a co-worker were putting tires away in the back racks of the shop. They were two levels and made out of steel racks, enough to hold about 400 tires on both floors. Okay. As I was working upstairs, and he's downstairs shooting tires up to me, we've got an iPod dock about 12 inches in diameter. This is fucking years old. Yes, it is. And it's yes. sitting on the flat sheet metal railing of the tire tracks. We're blasted metal because that's what you do when you need to jam some workout. Of course. After maybe 20 minutes of work, and there's a loud bang, and the music stops. Now, this is my brand new iPod in my buddy's new dock. So Woo. both of us were like, what the fuck, dude? And you can imagine. So I walked down the stairs and he's looking at it. So the dock is sitting exactly where we left it. But the iPod is three feet behind it. And it's against playing the wall. nothing but you too. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. He's fucking my wife. <laughs> against the wall within the connection from the dock snapped clean from the circuit board sticking out of the bottom of the iPod this thing was just snapped out of it Damn. the only way this could have been possible were if the dock itself were to be held down and the iPod were almost punched straight out of the dock hard enough to snap the circuit board and fling the thing against the wall it was fucking crazy Man, that's fucking... That's right. very, very intense. That's well, very strange. It sucks you have to stop the metal, you know, because metal is great moving tire music. Metal is the way! I love that album. Now, this is another letter. Okay. <clears throat> this is more for Kissel. I want to let you guys know about the continued robot invasion that is plaguing our fine country. Absolutely. I recently moved to Flagstaff, Arizona to attend Northern Arizona University. The move went smoothly. But my ass is built like Henry, so my grunder will never recover from the hours spent in the car. I digress. <laughs> when I got here, I don't think it was my height that affects my grundle. I think it's my shape. 
I think I think it's just I have a big torso. Yeah, you just I'm have all nothing, torso. You got I, no buffer. I think that if the majority of my weight's in my torso, and I think that's a part of the reason why I have asshole trouble sometimes when I'm sitting for a long period of time because so much of me, I'm yep. like a snowman. Your butthole is right on the seat. Yeah. When I got there, I found out that college is using these small rovers about the size of a large RC car to do food deliveries on campus. Students can order food from the restaurants on campus and have it delivered in one of these devil machines. But this is cool. To me, this is cool as hell. Okay, but why isn't this devil machine constantly being tackled by a drunk Ben Kissel Look at this grabbing thing. everything that's inside of it? I, I think we'll find out. I, that has got to be eventually. They got all the cameras in there. It starts with food delivery. This is exactly what you're, okay, I'm not even going to say that. This is exactly what a uh, mother does to start off the hellscape that will be your relationship with that mother. What do they do? They feed you. Okay, gotta so get now, the to the food. Is, now the robot is just like, yeah, beep, boop, 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 you I associate it with food and it's, it straight yes. up gives and you a positive week, vibe and then towards it has the a robot. Gun, now, now it has a gun. You're like, oh, that's okay. It's just food delivery. You, you got to watch out for these food scavengers. But it comes, Next thing you know, it's arresting you and there's no more food. Well, now you're the food. I Again, I don't think robots should be cops. I think cops should just be a they part of the are. robot team. I think that there's very, it's very Can't possible. Can't you get one of these fat college students who has no money because they have to pay 80 grand a year to go deliver the food for you? No, I, I don't want to see them. But I would prefer to see the robot. Now, yes. But when you're in college, you don't realize how gross college kids are yet because you're still in them. Because you're a college kid. You're a college kid. Honestly, but this is cool as hell. They're all over campus. right? They have a built-in compartment to hold the food and can be only opened by the student ID. Yeah, welcome to a hammer until you get a freaking hammer. We'll fucking find out. As long as as I was riding, the people were like riding around. This person, I I ride my bike everywhere, and I usually go on a long bike ride around campus each, each evening. If I hit one of those with my bike, I'll be so pissed. All right. As I was riding, I came up on one of these tracked abominations and tried to pass it on the left. This motherfucker hooked a Larry and tried to drive right under my wheels. What? I'm guessing it doesn't recognize blind spots, I'm which might be true. It, or maybe it did recognize a blind spot and tried to kill you and take you off the road. This is his theory. After this thing I tried, tried to kill me, I formulated a theory. It won't target walkers because that would obviously prove that it was malicious. But if a cyclist has a quote-unquote accident, who can blame the robots? They know what they're doing. Yes, they do. This is all him. This is his evidence not mine they also talk which is horrifying oh my god they talk it's fun though why is that fun here's the big kicker the evidence these things are called starship robots where are the stars the sky what do ships have on them nets sky net this is what he did freaking lutely what was the name of that hero i we try not to name okay well i want to say whoever it is that is, if you, I don't want to get you kicked out of college. God knows that. God knows I had enough friends who got kicked out of college. But guess what? And, college and that, doesn't do anything for you. There's no jobs out there. Technically, we should all be learning some form of trade, including you have, us. You have to get one of those suits that it has mirrors on the outside. So technically, you're invisible. You but not to people walking down the street. It doesn't matter because it was about the robots. And it's it's just the robot. No one will snitch. If you snitch on someone that just beat up a robot, you are you are a traitor to the human race. I don't believe that you should. I don't believe in snitching to begin with. But I also don't believe, again, if humans can beat robots, that's why we deserve to win. This is how we do it. So you wear your mirrored suit. The robot can't see you coming because it doesn't recognize you as a human. And all it takes is a good old couple of whaps with the hammer. Something big, thick, a brick. Again, don't even steal the food. Deliver the food. 
Deliver the food to where it's going. It will be in the motherboards. It'll be in the circuit boards. You won't know where it's going. I know. But that's why, well, I mean, who knows? But I think that deliver, I do believe that, I don't want to take jobs away from humans. But that's why humans need to pilot the robots. I don't think that they do. But it would be more fun to have a human riding the robot to supervise. That would be fun. That's what they're going to do but with that's Uber. that's just called a car. Uber and Lyft are eventually going to have all automated driving and then have the the uh, someone like a quote-unquote pilot safeguarding the whole thing. I have a different feeling on Uber, for example, when it comes to, or when it comes to driving, self-driving cars. I'm fine with it. I think that a self-driving car can be very beneficial and people were losing too many people on the road. Especially if they do the thing where Elon Musk stream or everything, the the, the concept of doing a like locked railway system where essentially you drive onto your, your car, you drive it into the highway system where it locks into a magnet and then the automatic driving takes over. I know. And Elon Musk, sometimes I'm going to say this. That talks a little too much. He needs to finish one fucking thing. He just needs to finish something. He's got the car in space playing some stupid ass song that's driving, doing whatever Put it is. Put it on Earth so I can use it. Well, he said whoever colonizes Mars is going to die. But of course they were going to die. Well, that's, that's not the, new. Fir- the first group of people colonizing Mars. Yes, it won't be. They call it a quote unquote suicide mission. But it's just that they won't be able to come back to Earth. <laughs> I actually know someone. I interviewed him many years ago on Top Hat. Who's they wife, were trying to get that going for a while. That yeah. program, the suicide program. And his, quote wife, his wife said that she was going to do it, but they got two kids. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> and now she never went. So at some point the kids are going to be like, so you, wouldn't, you weren't going to be here. I was going to leave you forever and okay. I'd take any opportunity. <laughs> I was going to go to where there are no things. Nothing. Anyway, I hope the first people that colonize Mars have a great time up there. It's going to be, I'm sure it'll be something fun. I, I don't know. I, Do we have anything up there yet? We don't have a space station up there. We, don't have, we have nothing. We, we got that we stuff on the moon. We have nothing. But their goal is to terraform it. Terraform it? You go and you create a, essentially a fake atmosphere an atmosphere for it so it could start living on its own as a planet. Because they think that on some at some point huh. it had an atmosphere. Yeah. All right, well, we'll solve that on next week's episode. Yep. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's Side Stories. Hope you're doing okay out there. Keep on trucking along. Live every we day. We will get through it. Live every day like you're on vacation and you don't think anybody's in your home. Just no living in there, honestly, shitting most and likely, in there. Most, most likely. likely they're no, not. Most likely. 98% of the time. 99.8%. I, t- I go almost to 98.9% of wow. the time. There's nobody living inside of your home pissing and coming and, and shitting and planning on surgically all you most of the time if you're on if you're out right now like maybe you're on a staycation airbnb don't think about it right now relax just live relax live like that's not happening it's not happening just love knowing for a fact that your home is safe it is safe and that there's no way shape or form not like the stories that we read last week with the current story that we're about to do this week on last podcast on the left one of the more horrifying heavy hitters that we have covered in a very long time know for a fact that every time you read one of the stories you're not worried that you're in an airbnb maybe you're isolated maybe you're out there in the middle of the forest or something loving your family you're loving your family and loving the final moments before the strangers come in and terrorize you with their funny games Nice thing is that all happened in the 70s. And We're all, much safer today. I haven't seen it in almost a couple of weeks. A bunch of people haven't broken into someone's home and terrorized them endlessly. And the big thing I remember is that if someone comes into your home to play funny games with you and your family, well, do there's it. a bunch of captors, laugh at the funny games and just keep rolling with it. Being like, you you guys are a couple of funny guys. Let Actually, you know what? We got a kegerator. It's my one issue with that movie, Funny Games, both uh, the remake and the original. I 
think there were, there were just multiple opportunities. Not victim blaming, but they could have. There was multiple opportunities to end the game. It's a it's a it's a movie. Yeah, but they were just kind of like, no. Well, because if they end the movie, then the movie would end. All right. If they just stop doing the things that are happening in the movie, then it's over. Well, I think they got to get to an hour and forty five minutes, hour and a half. Well, Honestly, I, I good do money be- for this movie. I don't believe any movie should be longer than an hour and a half. Though. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Never forget, hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations, everyone. Hail me. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big.